Good morning. It's time for Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Dick. And uh, just talking here before we went on, <laughs> the, uh, as, as far as high school sports, uh, starting to dwindle down. As we yeah, got- we finished you know, the high school season, uh, the softball last weekend, and today will be the finish for the baseball season. This weekend is the state girls soccer, and that is it. Yeah, that's the official that's, end of the, that's the end of it. So high school sports season for at least until uh, yeah. football camps and practices get yep. underway later yeah, next month. But yeah, it's only a couple of months away from the first football game. So. <laughs> <laughs> not much of a break. In no, here. it's not. <laughs> some of the guys. Uh, let's go back to the uh, girls softball. Uh, some not so uh, big surprises. Uh, Topsy yeah. at Kukana, third straight championship. And really more impressive is their 81st consecutive Isn't that win. something? Wow. <laughs> that's and, a lot of wins. That's a lot of wins. And I'll tell you what, and it stretches over three years, like yeah. you said, uh, 21, 22, and 23. And very impressive team. And they beat the other undefeated team in the tournament, Superior. And uh, it, it was a, only a 4 nothing game, but it seemed like it was a wider margin than that, Larry. Yeah. Kakana is just a very good team. A lot of team speed. They, they like to get people on and run, and, and they play tremendous defense. Mm, so, yeah. Well, so. obviously uh, something right there with uh, Kakana yeah. in uh, Division One, their fifth yeah. championship mm-hmm. in as many appearances in the state tournament. Yeah, so. you bet. And, you know, Kakana is just all sports. Yeah. They, they lately, uh, you know, football, wrestling, I believe the basketball, they're just just in a real good run over there right now. So, Freedom won uh, in Division Two. They won their second yeah. straight championship yeah, be a, a good new london team uh eight nothing in the in the final pretty handily there and like i said two years in a row for freedom and i, I thought the game of the day larry was d3 though i had a chance to watch at uh broadhead and mayville one okay. to nothing in eight innings and what an awesome pitching and defensive display i, I was really impressed with that both teams there. yeah you look at some of these stats here yeah. uh the pitcher for uh well let's see Broadhead. Yeah. She had she gave up two hits and struck out 16. 16. Yeah, and the Mayville pitcher did not strike out hardly anybody, but they just had excellent defense behind mm, her. Okay. Just excellent defense behind her. But uh, Broadhead broke through with a run in the eighth inning and won nothing, but it was a shame that either team had to lose. I know. Was, those are those games yeah. where you just that was, It was see. a great game to watch. So, so. Uh, Then you go to uh, Division uh, four were <laughs> quite the game there yeah. as uh, Iola Scandinavia found themselves down six to three going in yeah. the top of the seventh. Yeah, seven run seventh inning, and uh, their freshman catcher and her name escapes me inside the park grand slam to cap her off there. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they uh, <laughs> division four record seventeen hits in that game. Yeah, for uh, yeah, Iola they, Scandinavia. they swung the bat really good. So both teams were making their uh, first ever yes. appearance at state. Well, yeah. actually, uh, Iola was last year. Yep. Iola won their first state championship yep. this year. Uh, Waterloo was in state for yeah, the first very time. Very good ball game, uh, team too. Very aggressive at the plate. So, yeah. yeah. Well, Iola's obviously with seventeen hits. Yes. You got to yeah. be doing something right. Uh, and then in Division Five, top seeded uh, Pacelli beat Oakfield nine mm. to six. Another good game there. Yeah, Pacelli got off to a pretty quick start. They were up five nothing or six one or something like that, but. Oakfield chipped away and made a game of it, and it was right down to the end. And well, Oakfield is no slouch when Oak, it comes to girls' softball. Well, like we said, there was, you know, their 16th appearance. Pacelli, this was their fourth uh, WIA championship, but they've won, also won six WISA championships, oh, okay. Larry, too. So, you know, so they, and uh, 
<clears throat> from what I understand, Pacelli is a fairly young ball club too. Oh, wow. They are going to be a force to be the next couple of years. <laughs> They're a force They've every been year. A force. <laughs> They're going to be a, uh, continue to be a force, I should say. And of course, congratulations to their coach and uh, Redlow Molsky. So. Yep. Uh, Oakfield, uh, you mentioned how many times they've been. Yeah. 16th state appearance, yeah. which ranks second most yeah. of any school. And they've made a lot of trips in the baseball side too, mm-hmm. and Oakfield has too. So. All right, so uh, girls softball wrapping up uh, last week. Oh, we shall, uh, before we yeah. leave softball, we should mention uh, the Wisconsin Softball Coast Association had their all-star game uh, Tuesday, I believe, Larry. Yeah. And uh, Delaney Rochester from Nielsville played for the Division 2-3 white team. And Tatum Weir from Gilman and Haley Zerman from Columbus Catholic played for the D4-5 blue team. So yeah. congratulations to those girls being able to represent themselves in the All-Star game. Yeah, those were uh, four seniors, yep. uh, the All-Star game. Yep. So, yeah, all yep. those uh, players that were in there you bet. Uh, were seniors. And a lot of those players, of course, all conference players yep. uh, from the Clover Belt Yeah, Haley Zerman, well. uh, player of the year in the Clover Belt. Yeah. Yep. Congratulations to her yep. for uh, Columbus Catholic. Mm. Had a great year mm. uh, for them. And a number of Nielsville players also making that team. Yep. Uh, you can check that out on our website. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> I think, yeah, it was so, <laughs> pretty much was honorable mention all or first, second, or uh, honorable mention all the way up. But uh, yeah, good way to end for a lot of a lot of seniors in that class at Nielsville. So. You bet, you bet. All right, uh, moving ahead to uh, where are they now here on the program? Okay. All right, Larry, we're going to uh, talk to go over to Fall Creek, and we're going to talk about Gene Meyer. And Gene is a 1977 graduate of Fall Creek High School. Gene was a three-year starter for the Crickets as a fullback and a linebacker. His sophomore year, the Crickets were 9-1, winning the Western Clover Belt and losing the Clover Belt Crossover Championship that year to Kobe. Gene rushed for 357 yards and five touchdowns and led the Crickets with 104 tackles. He was named first-team All-Western Clover Belt as a linebacker. <coughs> His junior year, the Crickets were 8-2. Gene rushed for 560 yards and 10 touchdowns and again led the Crickets with 112 tackles, two pass interceptions, and two fumble recoveries. He was named first-team All-Western Clover as a fullback and a linebacker and All-Northwest as a linebacker. His senior year, the Crickets were 9-0 in the regular season, Larry, then won the Clover crossover. Uh, They finished ranked fourth in Division IV, and that was the first year, Larry, that the WIA tried a playoff system. Oh, okay. And they took they had four divisions, and somehow they ranked the top four teams, and you had a semifinal one weekend and a final the next weekend. So mm. Fall Creek was one of these teams. And this was one year after Nilzo had won the division <laughs> in 1975. Right, championship. yes. So, but anyway, um, but Fall Creek did make the WIA plans, but they lost in the semifinals to eventual champion DeSoto there. Uh, Gene rushed for 760 yards and 12 touchdowns, and he led the Crickets with 108 tackles, one pass interception, and two fumble recoveries. He was first-team All-Western Clover as a running back and a linebacker, and he was first-team All-Northwest as a linebacker and third-team All-State as a linebacker, and was named to the uh, first Coaches Association All-Star game that year. In the winter, Gene was a three-year starter on the Fall Creek basketball team, his sophomore year, the Crickets were 20-5, and five, winning the Western Clover Belt and the Regionals before losing in the sectional semifinals to Prentice. Gene averaged 9 points and 6 rebounds per game. His junior year, the Crickets were 22-4, and four, winning the Western Clover Belt and Regional before losing in the sectional finals to Washburn. Gene averaged 13 points and 9 rebounds per game and named to the first-team Western Clover Belt All-Conference team. 
His senior year, the Crickets were 26-1, and winning the Western Clover Belt Regional and Sectional Championship, qualifying for the WI Class C State Tournament, where they would lose to Utsberg 60-43 in the state semifinals. And the next day, Larry, Utsberg would lose to Marathon for the state Class mm. C State Championship. And that was the third of three championships in a row for Marathon okay. under yes. Coach Tom, Tom Weinkoff. So. Gene averaged 15 points per game and 11 rebounds and was named first-team All-Western Belt. After graduation, Gene enrolled at UW-River Falls and joined the Falcon football team. Gene was a four-year starter for the Falcons as an offensive tackle. His freshman year, the Falcons were 4-6, and six, and Gene was named co-freshman of the year for the River Falls team. His sophomore year, the Falcons were 4-6 and six again. Gene was honorable mention uh, uh, pick on the WSUC All-Conference team. His junior year, the Falcons were 8-2. They were WSUC champions qualifying for the NAIA playoffs where they were defeated by San Angelo State for, from Texas. Gene was first team all WSUC and second team all NIA district team. His senior year, the Falcons were 8-2 and, and were co-champs of the WSUC and Gene was first team all conference and first team all NAIA district team and second team uh, uh, American Football Coaches Associate NAIA All-American Team. Gene graduated from UW-River Falls in 1982 with an agricultural education degree with a minor in coaching. Gene was elected to the UW-River Falls Athletic Hall of Fame in 1999. Gene was hired at Unity High School in 1983 as an Ag Ed instructor and assistant football coach. In 1985, he would become head coach and led Unity to a conference championship in 1986 and to three WIA playoff appearances. In 1992, Gene would move to Amory High School as head football coach and ag instructor. In 12 years, Gene would lead the Warriors to a middle uh, border conference title in 1996 and 10 playoff appearances. In, in 2004, Gene would leave the education field and uh, pay 100% to his own business, which he had started, which uh, is named Meyer Landscape, Landscaping Company, which he still runs today. Gene and his family reside Amory. Gene Meyer, Larry. There you go. Yeah, Amory had some good football teams. You betcha. Yeah, they played, Nilsville. they played Nilsville yes. one year. I yep. remember up there on a Tuesday night, I believe, too. Yeah, I remember going up there. <laughs> <laughs> a long drive on a Tuesday yeah. night, yes. But uh, Gene was a mainstay of the Ron Schultz era there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Them were some good football, football teams. Football and basketball. Yes, so, indeed. So. All right, uh, we mentioned baseball, and uh, we'll get to it here. Uh, the state tournament wrapping up today. Yeah. Um, Edgar? Uh, fell on a rough one there yeah. with uh, Ithaca. Nine-inning game. Yeah. You know, it was like 3-3 three to three after the first two innings, and then it just scoreless all the way to the end, and then Ith Ithaca got a couple of runs at the end and ended the Wildcat season. But yeah. First trip to the state for them, and pretty memorable. So, yeah. And then uh, Pecatonica beat McDonald Central yeah. in the other Division Four semifinal. 7-6. to six. And, and I, I was Larry, you've seen McDonald play Niels early in the season. They really improved as the season went on. Well, you know, we yeah. talked about it. We had a, the, the Nilsville baseball team had an awards ceremony yep. on Sunday, mm. and that's what Coach Matson said, yeah. how teams progressed throughout the yeah. season because Nilsville beat them bad. Bad, yeah. 17-2, to two, I think he yeah, said. Yeah, right. Yeah, the beginning it, wasn't, of the year. it wasn't even that close. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, McDonald Central comes back and yeah. makes Beats the Regis, Regis in yeah. the sectional semifinals and then goes to state and puts on a credible performance against the number one seed, Pecatonica, too. Right. So. So. Um, so the uh, game going on uh, right now at State is uh, Pecatonica and Ithaca in that yep. Division Four championship. Yep. But uh, 
I guess the rain was the big thing. Yeah, uh, the story earlier in the pretty, week. Pretty much, you know, I was. They got everything in on Monday. Monday, and of course, we had rain here most of the afternoon on Monday, and then it we didn't see quite the rain that they seen on Tuesday, no. obviously. But that pretty well shut them down till late in the day Tuesday, where I believe Edgar originally scheduled to play at nine o'clock on Tuesday, play at five thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, well, that really didn't make a change at all. And then. Uh, the Pecatonica McDonald game. Yeah. I looked at the box score just to see what time they started. Yeah, yeah. They started at quarter to nine. Nine, so Tuesday pr- night, probably close to the top. It was of almost the, eleven o'clock mm-hmm. before they got yeah, done. So, and uh, because of the the rain delays, they that really forced them to alter their schedule because basically yesterday, Larry, they had to cram six games, six semifinal games in Division One, Two, and Three yeah. uh, to keep their schedule for today. Yeah. And, and you know it's important because when they schedule this, you know that the Appleton minor league team is going to be there Friday. There's no <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, got to get you got to right. get her done in your yeah. time frame. Yeah, so. they're not going to move their games around. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, so they had to start games yesterday at eight a.m., which 8 they normally don't no. do. You know, and we get back to the softball kids doing yeah. that, and it changes, but. Uh, uh, that didn't uh, hinder Stain Cry Falls, though. No, so. <laughs> no, neither Aquinas either. Yeah, so both won by ten nothing scores yeah, in their semifinals. So that should be a dandy this morning, yeah. or later at, at noon, noon is when they start that, that division that three would, championship. That would be a game to watch yep. right there. Saint Croix Falls against Aquinas. Yep. So for division uh, division three at mm-hmm. noon today. Uh, then Altoona, they were in the Division Two field, but uh, ran into a pretty good St. Thomas Moore yeah, you team. You betcha. Yeah, team that's been ranked number one all season, I believe. So eleven so. nothing yep. is the final so, in that one. So, Altoona had a pretty good team. Yes, they did. Yep. You know, it's yes. it's interesting when you see teams around this area. You know, mm-hmm. like Regis yeah. and McDonald and yeah. and Altoona, yeah. how good they are. But and boy, I tell you, where do all these kids come from? And and you know, in baseball. Eau Claire North has been a bell ringer too. You know, but when so, they get into the state, yeah, you, I mean, you got teams that, yeah. I mean, St. Thomas Moore, Moore yeah. and, and Ithaca yeah. and Pecatonica. Yep, yeah. yeah. and you know, and Pecatonica is just a, it's not even a town; it's a school out in the middle of uh, by the Pecatonica River. Oh, really? So, yeah, so it's, oh, I did not it's know not that. exactly a community. It's a it's a school like. Well, Unity is up at Balsam Lake, and that kind of like so, Southwestern. Yes, exactly. Down, Northwestern down. up at yeah, the North up yeah. there too. You know, it's the same thing. But yeah, it's uh, the Pecatonica River is the name. It's where they get oh, the name from. Okay. So I did not know that. Yeah, so yeah, okay, but yeah, it's you know you think school, you know you think you're a good team until yeah. you get some of those. You know, the same with all the other sports. Yeah, you know, I said you know we've watched Greenwood and and we've seen Greenwood do well over there too, but. I, a couple of years ago against Rocheville, you know, just it was a tough. It was, it was you run into some good yeah, teams yeah. once you get to that you state bet, level. We talked about it in other sports too. Yeah, you know, yeah like every track yeah. and field, yeah, and yeah, golf. Yeah, yeah. And I said, you know, you notice it in track and field. Guys who kids who were bell ringers around here all year, and they go to state. Wow, and bang, you know, <laughs> you're seeing that, some bell ringers. That, that first preliminary is really an eye opener. So yeah. yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, well, the NBA Finals wrapped up the other night, yeah. uh, Game 5, and the Denver Nuggets win their first NBA Yeah, turned out the lights on the Heat. And yeah. what, but, you know, you got to credit the Heat. What a great playoff they had. You know, being an eighth seed, being the first team from a play-in, really to get that far. And But uh, I think the world found out about Nikola Jokic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, you know, he's what. He was named the NBA Finals yeah. MVP. Yeah. 28 points, 16 rebounds, 4 assists in Game 5, Larry. But he was drafted 41st overall in the second round of the 2014 draft. So he becomes the lowest drafted player ever to win NBA Finals MVP. Um, 
Yeah, nobody he, really knew about him. No, you know, and, much. Said, and he uh, was it five or six previous overseas guys: uh, Giannis, of course, Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, and, and Akeem Olajuwon were the other overseas players to win MVP. So, so and, and the third, second round pick to win it too: <laughs> Willis Reed and Dennis Johnson were before oh, him, and okay. Dennis Johnson previously was the lowest to the 29th pick. So, so. But yeah, was that with uh, Boston or Seattle? Seattle, Seattle. Seattle. Okay. His okay. yeah, his first championship was at Se- with Seattle. Okay, yep. So with Jack Sickman, the yeah, game? Jack Sickma, downtown Freddie Brown, yeah. Lenny Wilkins, the coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they beat the Bucks. <laughs> the conference that was the Bucks with the West. Yeah, yeah. So, Western Conference. Yep, so. uh, the Nuggets, by the way, are betting favorites at Caesar's Sportsbook to win mm-hmm. it all again next year. Yeah. So this would be an interesting off season. You know, we'll see what happens with the Bucks, but. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting, and the draft is probably next week, probably. I would next think. Thursday. Yep. So, so. Yeah, a week from today. Yeah. Twenty second so, yep, of so, June is the yeah, NBA so. draft. Yeah, they don't waste no time. No, basketball. they get right into it. So, uh, yeah. Stanley Cup final, um, yeah. Vegas. They win uh, the first championship for Las Vegas, Vegas the city ever. Yeah. Any yeah. sport. Four to one. They have not been in existence. Was it three or four years? Four or five years, I think they've only been in existence. Six Two, years. Six this is years. their sixth year. That's, yeah. you know, I know that's not the fastest any franchise has ever won, a, uh, but that's still pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Age, so. And from what I've heard, uh, you know, I, I, I'll admit I'm not a hockey no. guy that watches hockey, but 9-3 yeah. uh, was the final in that yeah. game five. But from what I understand, it wasn't close. No. That whole series. Yeah, was no, it, I – Boy, I don't remember the game Florida won, but the other games were just Las Vegas handling. And uh, last night, I just followed the score. I didn't really watch the game much, but they were head 2 nothing. Florida got a goal 2-1, to one, but then all of a sudden, towards the end of the second period, they got four more quick goals and was 6-1 to one, just like that. And the third period was pretty much anticlimactic then. Too, yeah, so, yeah. But, yeah, they, they pretty much dominated that yeah, series you bet, to so win that. the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So. Uh, and by the way, a, a jersey, an NHL jersey, uh, the last one worn by Wayne Gretzky sold for over seven hundred thousand dollars Sunday night. <laughs> Would that have been a New York Rangers yeah. jersey? Yeah, because he wore it uh, yeah. while scoring his two thousand eight hundred fifty seventh yeah. point. Because he started with the Edmonton Oilers and then he went to the Los Angeles Kings and yes. then finished with the New York Rangers. I yep. believe nineteen ninety nine. So. Yeah, what a great player at all. And he's only the third athlete to have his number retired league wide. Okay, he yep. joins Jackie Robinson. And Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Last yep. summer had his yep. number Bill six. Bill Russell this year. Yep. yep. So, so number quite, nobody can wear number 99. Yeah. Quite an NHL. honor. Quite yeah, an honor. Yeah, it is. You know, that so. is. Yeah. So. Um, and, by the way, nobody, nobody I think, is even close to 2,000 points. No, no. <laughs> and I he said, had 2,800. I said, you know, I can remember back in the day when getting to 100 points was a big deal in the NHL. Phyllis Padillo, I think, was the first one. And... When Gretzky came in, he went got it was all of a sudden the bell became 150 points, you know. So yeah, he changed he changed the game in boy, so many ways. He set the bar. Yes, he did very so, high. Yep. All right, uh, and uh, the Brewers. I don't know what you Larry. can say about them. The six in a row yeah. now they've lost. Yeah, they can find more ways to lose than <laughs> Carter has pills. But you know, I said a week ago today, Larry. You know, they were, they had two wins in a row against the Orioles. Yeah, and they led most of the way in game three, three nothing, and the bullpen gave it away at the end. And since then, it's just been a down, uh, just a very bad series against Oakland A's. Oakland, yeah, Oakland yeah. at home. Oakland, this is the first time Oakland swept a series this week. And but you know they they have continued to play well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they had won two games in Cincinnati before that too. Yeah. So 
you know, I'm not going to say, you know, but it just, yeah, it just, you know, you're supposed to be a better team than that. And, and, uh, Right now, it just seems like their bullpen has so many issues giving up late runs. Yeah, know. Devin Williams the other night, they were up 5-2. And yeah, just, yeah, and... Four runs in the Yeah, ninth. and he, you know, you wonder if that's from lack of work, you know, because yeah, I don't know. they haven't yeah, been in a lot be. of games right. lately. So he, you know, it seems to me the good closers need to pitch a lot. Yeah. And uh, he hasn't been pitching a lot. I mean, he's only on the, we're here in the, in the games where it was, in the 60s, he's only got 10 saves this year. So yeah. he's not pitching enough, and he's probably not as sharp as he can be. So yeah. and I'm not making excuses for him, but that looks like the answer. But, you know, the setup guys in front of him aren't as good as they have been in the past either. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's just it's hard to say. You know, yeah, you know. going into that uh, loss the other night, they were 28-0 when leading yeah. after eight innings. Right, yeah. <laughs> not anymore. No, so. And then oh. they lost again yesterday, four to two. Four to two, yeah. Swept in that two game series. Yeah, and their only runs were back to back home runs by Anderson and and Urias in the second inning. But uh, and I noticed that you know when they scored five runs even Tuesday night, Larry, they scored them in bunches. But the the other innings are just not getting anybody on base. Right. You right, know, it's yeah. just it's crazy. It's just it's hard to find a lineup there that has consistency. Mm-hmm. And it's it's we'll yeah, that's one of the big things, right? Yeah, now. right now it's just hard to say. I said. But the only guy I really enjoy, Yelich played well the other night, but Joey Weimer has been playing very yeah, well. Yeah. He's fun to watch. Yeah, so, he is. You know, yep. so, but we'll see. Big series with Pittsburgh this weekend. So Yeah, you're already uh, almost the end of June. It's the first time they played the Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're used to playing them 18 times yeah, a year. Right. Yeah. And I think you're only going to play them 12 this year. So, yeah. so, but. Uh, the College World Series yep. uh, gets underway tomorrow. And uh, Wake Forest is uh, the big the big dog, I guess. Yeah, it's, number one overall seed. Um, well, Texas got knocked out. Texas mm-hmm. was up there all season, and they got knocked out right at the end, I believe, by Stanford. Stanford, yeah. Yep. So, but uh, yeah, Wake Forest. Um, yeah, it's some fun of the other names. Some of the other names you see in there are you know pretty standard. You got LSU, Virginia, yeah. Florida. Yeah. TCU, but Oral Roberts is in there. That's a new one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that says a lot for that program right there to get through a you know a you know a super regional and everything else to get to the play, you know, so but uh so but yeah, it, it's fun to watch. I enjoy watching college and and the college uh, World Series for softball too. Yeah. Even though it was pretty much a given Oklahoma was going you know, get, they were the favorite going in and they did the job, but some exciting games in that tournament too. Yeah, they're the uh they're the Kakana of college. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And their winning streak they yeah. got going. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see what else is going on here in the uh, uh, in Packers the uh, and minicamp today. Yeah. And that kind of pretty much signals Larry the end of off-season training. Mm-hmm. You know, so now the, the players kind of take a few weeks off, and they'll be back at it towards the end of July for uh, training camp, and then. The first notable uh, thing is uh, Packer Family Night Saturday, August fifth. So, and I uh, read an interesting thing here: the Jacksonville Jaguars are looking for a temporary home. Yeah, they, you know, their their stadium is very the Gator Bowl, basically, is what it yeah. is. Very antiquated; it's old, and um, the Jaguars not have have not been real good in the last few years, so their attendance has not been real great. But now they're up on the upswing, you know, and. Now they want to make some repairs. And, you know, I said they, the pro leagues are getting tighter and tighter what they want for these stadiums. Yeah. You know, I, I, like they pretty, in baseball, they pretty much told the Oakland A's, get out of Oakland because they're not going to build you a new stadium. And the Oakland Coliseum is 
terribly old. Well, there's actually people protesting for him to stay. I know it. You know, so probably the same ones that protested the Raiders too. So yeah, well, I mean, yeah. we only get. Two thousand fans. Yeah, I said, hey, how, can, how can you protest that? You know, yeah. and, but you know, and I'm a stadium. You know, today's stadiums need luxury boxes and yeah. every, every, everything. You know, every way you can look at it. You know, you, you look what the Packers have done with Title Town. You're going to see more things like that, yeah. and that's what these leagues want. You know, yeah. and same thing with the NBA and the hockey. They they want it to be an entertainment show. And entertainment for the whole family. Well, so, not just the leagues, but the teams themselves. Yeah. That's extra revenue yeah. for them. That's that was the big thing between behind luxury boxes was yeah. revenue right yeah. there. You know, it's uh, you can't, and especially in baseball, you cannot survive on. You know, the, there's not a TV contract like there is for football. Right. Um, the teams do their own, and right. and that's one of the reasons you have the have-nots and the haves is because. You know, the Yankees' TV contract would pay a lot of teams' salaries. Yeah, you right. Know, right there. Right. So, yeah. So. Well, yeah, it's, it's a couple of years, but Jacksonville's going to do some renovations. But one yeah. of the one of the t- uh, places that they're maybe looking at is Daytona International Speedway. Wouldn't I'm not it, sure where they would put it. Yeah, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> I don't get where I that's mean, The Daytona complex is huge, yeah. but I, I don't see how you put a, a professional stadium in there. I mean, that would look small. Yeah, very small. A yep. football field. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't understand. I, how I that's think you're work. better off going to Orlando or Well, they're even know. talking about University of North Florida. Yeah. With which the, is right in Jacksonville. That'll be a tough ticket. But it's only ninety four hundred seats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be a tough ticket there, yeah. Larry. <laughs> yeah, especially if they're doing well at that <laughs> yeah. particular time. But yeah, yeah, I just you know, as exciting as it sounds at Daytona, I just don't see yeah, it. I, I don't I, see it. You know, I don't. I don't get that. If it, you know, but I guess I never thought they'd race cars in the Los Angeles Coliseum right? either. So, yeah. So yeah. anything anything can happen, and you know, look, you know, you look at hockey games at the at the bigger venues outside now, yeah, and everything right. else. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, Anything's possible. Right. One other NFL note: um, former Packer Adrian Amos signed with the Jets. Uh, Tuesday, one year, four year, four million. So is that the thing now? I guess so. He Go is to the Jets. <laughs> by my count, he is the seventh former Packer. <laughs> uh, you have Aaron Rodgers, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. Uh, let's see, uh, Malik Taylor, Billy Turner, Tim Boyle. <laughs> so they're all, that's the seventh wow. Packer. <laughs> I don't know if they're all on on Rodgers' list, but. <laughs> Something I don't know about there. No, I don't I, know. I, no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, Amos, seen, you know, I just want comment. You know, Amos was a pretty serviceable safety, but it seems like his play has dropped the last couple yeah. of years too. Yeah. So, yeah. so. Uh, live golf and PGA get to team up uh, this yeah. weekend yeah. with the uh, U.S. Open. Yep, be, in Los Angeles yeah, yeah. should be a good one. So, yeah. So, who are we betting on? Scheffler. <laughs> He'd be a good bet. Yeah. Rom. Yeah, would be a good bet. Yeah. Yeah, they seem to be the ones playing well right now. Yeah, yeah so. or even uh, uh, Kepper. Kep. Yeah, Brooks. Brooks Kep- Kepka. Kepka. There we go. Brooks Kepka. Yeah, Brooks those, Kepka. Those. That would be two, another. One. He's got two last names. That's yeah, why I couldn't yeah, figure yeah. it out. Yeah. So those seem to be the three. You know, I said Rory uh, McIlroy doesn't seem to be playing well, very he well. Missed the cut in the Masters. Yes, so. he did. So that, that ain't good. You know, hopefully, you know, there's some young, un, you know 
unknowns that maybe make a run at it. Yeah, I mean, like that guy that made the what was that, yeah. a seventy-five foot putt? Yeah, <laughs> I would. I wouldn't be surprised to see him have somebody get him in there on a exemption or something. Yeah. I don't know. I know if you can do that in U.S. Open. No. But, you know, it's hard to say. But did you see after that what happened when he won? Oh, and no. he was hugging his uh, his caddy, and as he's doing it. Another Canadian golfer come onto the green and we had a champagne bottle and was going <laughs> to shower him with champagne. He got drilled by the security guys. They tackled. And he was a he's a golfer from Canada, <laughs> and they drilled him on the yeah. on the green. Nah, just what we need more more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they realized who he was. Yeah, yeah, and I said, yeah, a guy got a hole in one. Let's celebrate, you know. Yeah. I said, you know, holy mackerel. Yeah, it was know. it was interesting. But uh, yeah. Yeah, and the U.S. Open is this weekend, and then uh, starting the 27th over in Stevens Point will be the senior U.S. Open, so that should be a dandy over there. And so. uh, Mr. Stricker's playing pretty well yeah, on that senior won, uh, won the American Family Open on his pretty much, I guess you would call it his home course yeah, last yep, weekend. Yep. But, uh, yeah, another another great one for him. He is just playing well. He got, uh, was it the senior PGA got beat at the end in playoff. but uh, He's won he, a few uh, senior uh, yeah. Majors, though. Yeah, he has. Yeah, I believe it's six of them, I believe. Yeah, so. this will be another one yeah. here if he can you know, win in Stevens Point. That's going to bring a lot of money to the area. Yes. Over that, that area. Yes, it so is. It's in, End of this month and yeah. early July yeah, is when so, that goes. Yep. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully everybody gets it. If they want to get over, get over and see it because you'll, there's some players It's just – it's amazing to watch these guys hit the ball and how they well, play. And so. it's a lot of the guys that we grew up with. You betcha. That are playing Absolutely. in that seniors you tour bet. now. So, so. All right, so that'll do it for Two Guys on Sports for this week. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. We'll talk to you again next week.